0: This is the introduction to The Bridal of Triomaine by Sir Walter Scott. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com. The Bridal of Triomane, by Sir Walter Scott. Introduction Come Lucy, while 'tis morning hour the woodland brook we needs must pass so ere the sun assume his power we shelter in our poplar bower where dew lies long upon the flower though vanished from the velvet grass curbing the stream this stony ridge may serve us for a sylvan bridge for here compelled to disunite round petty isles the runnels glide and chafing off their puny spite the shallow murmurers waste their might yielding to footstep free and light a dry-shod pass from side to side nay why this hesitating pause and lucy as thy step withdraws why sidelong eye the streamlets brim Titania's foot without a slip like thine though timid light and slim from stone to stone, might safely trip, nor risk the glow-worm clasp to dip that binds her slipper's silken rim, or trust thy lover's strength, nor fear that this same stalwart arm of mine, which could yon oak's prone trunk uprear, shall shrink beneath the burden dear of form so slender, light, and fine, so now the danger dared at last look back and smile at perils past and now we reach the favourite glade paled in by copsewood cliff and stone where never harsher sounds invade to break affection's whispering tone then the deep breeze that waves the shade then the small brooklet's feeble moan come rest thee on thy wonted seat most is the stone the turf is green a place where lovers best may meet who would not that their love be seen the boughs that dim the summer sky shall hide us from each lurking spy that fain would spread the invidious tale how lucy of the lofty eye noble in birth in fortunes high she for whom lords and barons sigh meets her poor arthur in the dale how deep that blush how deep that sigh and why does lucy shun mine eye is it because that crimson draws its colour from some secret cause some hidden movement of the breast she would not that her arthur guessed oh quicker far is lovers ken than the dull glance of common men and by strange sympathy can spell the thoughts the loved one will not tell and mine in lucy's blush sore met the hues of pleasure and regret pride mingled in the sigh her voice and shared with love the crimson glow well pleased that thou art arthur's choice yet shamed thine own is placed so low thou turnest thy self-confessing cheek as if to meet the breezes cooling then lucy hear thy tutor speak for love too has his hours of schooling too oft my anxious eye has spied that secret grief thou fain wouldst hide the passing pang of humbled pride too oft when through the splendid hall the load-star of each heart and eye my fair one leads the glittering ball will her stolen glance on arthur fall with such a blush and such a sigh thou wouldst not yield for wealth or rank the heart thy worth and beauty won nor leave me on this mossy bank to meet a rival on a throne why then should vain repinings rise that to thy lover fate denies a nobler name a wide domain a baron's birth a menial train since heaven assigned him for his part a liar a foulchun and a heart my sword its master must be done but when a soldier names my name approach my lucy fearless come nor dread to hear of arthur's shame my heart mid all yon courtly crew of lordly rank and lofty line is there to love and honour true that boasts a pulse so warm as mine they praise thy diamonds lustre rare matched with thine eyes i thought it faded they praised the pearls that bound thy hair i only saw the locks they braided they talked of wealthy dower and land and titles of high birth the token i thought of lucy's heart and hand nor knew the sense of what was spoken and yet if ranked in fortune's roll, i might have learned their choice unwise who rate the dower above the soul and lucy's diamonds over her eyes my lyre it is an idle toy that borrows accents not its own like warbler of columbian sky that sings but in a mimic tone never did it sound over sainted well nor boasts it aught of border spell its strings no feudal slogan pour its heroes draw no broad claymore no shouting clans applauses raise because it sung their fathers praise on Scottish moor, or English down, It never was graced with fair renown, Nor one best need to minstrel true, one favouring smile from fair but clue. by one poor streamlet sounds its tone, And heard by one dear maid alone. But if thou biddest these tones shall tell of errant knight and damoiselle, Of the dread knot a wizard tide in punishment of maiden's pride in notes of marvel and of fear that best may charm romantic ear for lucy loves like colin's ill-starred name whose lay's requital was that tardy fame who bound no laurel round his living head should hang it over his monument when dead for lucy loves to tread the enchanted strand and thread like him the maze of fairy land of golden battlements to view the gleam and slumber soft by some elysian stream such lays she loves and such my lucy's choice what other song can claim her poet's voice end of introduction recorded by nathan at com